See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch Dazed and Confused on Amazon Prime. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to Cedar Screw It. My name's TJ Davis. He, him pronouns alongside. I am Emily Schick and my pronouns are she and her. Uh, I'm Dan Murphy and my pronouns are he and him. And I'm Porik and my pronouns are he and him. You have a last uh, name, don't you, Porik? He'd, he'd uh, rather people not, not know it, I guess. Yeah, I'm not, yeah he's not being smart. That. Yeah, he's being smart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's and not like they this... can find me easily anyway, but yeah, <laughs> I'm going to keep on... it uh, like my job rules, you know? Yeah, <laughs> First well, name plus, uh, you know, I think that you shared that you were a DJ at the end of the last one, so they should be no. able to find you out there, no, but no, maybe no. not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, search internet search. Uh, but yes, we are doing an early 420 with this episode as a because I got high. We're talking about the 1993 Richard Linklater movie, um, Dazed and Confused. <laughs> Sorry, what? I was thinking I was thinking Empire Records for a second because it also has Rory Cochran, who, thinking about it, might be in a five-way tie for uh, our most seen actor in a movie that we've watched. At some point, we'll break it down, but I I, I think that um, that yeah, this movie has a bunch of people that we've seen before. So yeah, on the podcast at least. Oh, really? I'm not sure how many of them we've really seen before, because we haven't done anything with Jovovich. We haven't done anything with Affleck. I don't think we've done anything else with McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Haven't we? I, I don't know. I can't Did remember. you do Mallrats? We nope. have not done Mallrats, or else Joey Lord and Adams would be, would be on that list. Along and with, Jason uh, London. Oh, I, think that, London. I, I think that one's Jeremy London. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I was mixing. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, well, <laughs> this movie does feature three separate actors who are twins wall yeah so jason london has his twin jeremy parker posey apparently has a twin named christopher and um marissa ribisi has her twin giovanni who's definitely better known than her yeah right. oh yeah well she she took the sweet sweet money from this and retired probably so. probably what a, <laughs> why not a thousand dollars i mean yeah i i'm very I, i'm kind of curious of just like how much of this was just like uh just hang out and we'll point a camera at you Man. Uh, we we i got the criterion uh collection version of this and we watched some of the uh, there's a there's a good documentary and uh yeah a lot of them were just uh school kids you know some of them never acted before Yep. Um, like that, the girl that... that gets hazed, uh, and and all pretty much all of them except some of them were aspiring actors, but it was a lot. Well, I mean, a lot of them have gone movie. on to have careers, but like yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of didn't... the actors in this is it's like their first film ever. Yeah, um, yeah. yep. And, and like for many of them, the last or second to last. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. really like, there are like... several people who got cast in like key roles in this that went on to do nothing else and then you've got like ben affleck who's all butthurt because everybody else went to have like a push in their careers except for me but nobody likes the villain it's like no dude if the, well i mean it, it, it's weird his part is just like i just hate how his like whole subplot just like ends with still like an hour left to go in the film whereas like everyone else's continues so it's like i feel like honestly i feel like they should have merged his character with uh with clint um to be honest Um, uh that probably would have made a whole lot of sense 
Yeah. Yeah. Like he goes he home, have, he like, showers, and then he like, yeah. Shows so, up at the moon tower and is just looking to a start fight. a fight. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's a, it's by junior high kid. Yeah. It's a, it is an early film in his career, and like judging from the production as well, it was an absolute nightmare uh, to put together. So yeah, because this yeah. is insane to put together. This is another film that's like Jesus. I don't know you could make this now with the attitudes that people have with like I just like COVID protocols, though. I guess those are ending, but like like yeah. it's just like I the, mean, not only that, man. The fact that the majority of the beers consumed on screen. Were well, but that's because beer. this is set in like 1976. But yeah, the fact that it's actual beers is a huge, huge liability and mistake. But uh, yeah. just you know, oh, it's it's fairly important to acknowledge the fact that this is set in 1976 when the drinking age was 18, and it makes a pretty strong argument for why the drinking age should not be 18. <laughs> I didn't know that about America. When did that change? Um, so they changed it in Vietnam, and then. Then they kind of, uh, then they kind of like, I gradually increased it back to 21. Uh, yeah, I think it was back to 21 by like, like 82, 83. Yeah, yeah. But it was also, I think yeah. by state, wasn't it? Yes, there, was there, it well, federal? it was a state, it was a state thing when they, like initially, it was kind of like a weird patchwork. Um, and then it became federal when they said that 18 nationwide. And then I think it was a federal thing. I do think it was a little bit patchwork of how they increased it back up. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. like eventually they got it to every, be 21 everywhere. And, you know, like, yeah, kids in high school should not have access to alcohol. <laughs> I, I mean, well. Legally. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I think that if, you, uh, like, I honestly think that, uh, generally speaking making it not a big deal is actually a better way to encourage like healthy consumption so like teaching responsibility of drinking at a younger age instead of like you know yeah and also i just i just like the way that that the teachers are portrayed in this film as just like totally (laughs) like useless and like permissive Mm -hmm. and like we don't give a fuck like the parents for the most part are like like I, like I like the parents like stay in, like at the house like are just like yeah we're not leaving now um, in the party but but yeah. I, like the teachers are just like like well oh yep those kids are gonna beat you up oh well <laughs> like, <laughs> like, back when I was in Nam back when well, I was in Nam they said they said this out of suicide I mean, mission so you're you're going there. <laughs> yeah it's basically like th- this is back in the era when you know the teachers were mo- like you know silent generation and being like yeah get take some licks kid that'll put some hair in your chest yeah i think all of those characters are so well done in this like every the from the football coach who's just like an unrepentant asshole (laughs) like all the adults you really you hate them you know you well you hate every character in this like they're all douchebags Oh, I don't hate every character in this at all. I love lots of these characters. What are you talking about? I I hate, like, the actual adults, and I hate fucking Ben Affleck. But, like, oh, yeah, they are. But, like, they're teenagers. They're teenagers in the peak of their lives. Yeah. That's what you're like. Except for McConaughey, who's just, like, an older creep. But, oh, my God. We were. We all were insufferable at some point. Do you not remember being a teenager? I'm still insufferable, but, like, 
Jesus, I would think that films usually try to make characters have like some likable redeeming quality, but these guys yeah, but are just that's... boring tools. So like... <laughs> I mean, that's again, that's most. I mean, that like, is most adult, teenagers. Most yes, teenagers. it is most teenagers. But like, <laughs> Jesus, like, like it's yeah, like I, it's like oh, here's a subplot with another character who's arrogant full of himself and i hate him and it's like another one one. and they're all male like they barely give any screen time to any of the female characters that's awful so it's like for a a movie of the time they get plenty they get way more way more of the time than other movies of the time i get that but it's like oh the women they give like a lot of screen time to are kind of awful like parker posey Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but yeah, like but that's high, high that, from what I understand, high that, school is a pretty fucking miserable place to be. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, it is. I've been in high yeah. school. It was a pretty fucking miserable place to be. Yeah. yeah. This isn't, you know, this isn't like a straight up entertainment movie, you know. It's it's trying to be a slice of life. It's not mostly does it's clearly yeah. based on Richard Linklater's or experience in high school like I mean I feel like I, he very much um views himself as the, the freshman character like who has like no consequences to to any of his actions whatsoever and just gets to <laughs> hang out with the cool kids so you get it past this one time it's well, like we yeah, don't sure, we don't Mom. know we don't know the consequences because we just see one day I mean, I mean like we don't know how shitty their lives all turn out i mean their lives turn out fairly shitty i mean most of them think ink that woodbury's cool so like yeah <laughs> yeah so their arrogance is, is not cool. well found <laughs> yeah. like it's weird it's just like no he's well, only there are, two, there are two kids there are two people who are way too old to be hanging out with high school kids and they're matthew mcconaughey and ben affleck ben uh, affleck's a dick but matthew mcconaughey is cool so well Wait, Ben Affleck is not... he's, he's a second year senior. Like he's he's, he's oh okay been in high school for five years. Yeah. Well, he, at least he's still in high school. But like yeah. you have to remember that at that age, we all were like, oh man, this like you know nineteen or twenty year old wants to hang out with me. It must be mean that I'm like cool and so mature. cool and mature. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like so no, as a as a as a you know a teenager who's still in high school yeah i would be all about that like it's only as an adult do you get like the yeah that you're looking back that, at like, these like that it, like... that it's like sad that he still hangs out with them no yeah. it, well it's sad some of the statements the characters make in this of just sort of like and, and i think that this movie is somewhat knowingly about some of that but i just don't know how much it like actually flies because i mean it's just like like shit like like 70s are lame the 80s are gonna be cool it's just like oh man uh, i thought that was so yeah, wow. hilarious that's that hilarious. Line, like <laughs> you know that, the, that is definitely the 50s were, lame, definitely the 60s were awesome the 70s yeah. are lame in like four years it'll be the 80s and the 80s will be totally radical and it's and, like oh man and that's looking at it through the eyes of 1993 right. <laughs> yeah Which was like, like aware that like the 80s were like not cool <laughs> right. well, economics I, I know but that's the thing is in 19 like it, again the perspective of teenagers is usually like well you know everything's so lame right now and everything's so oppressive and it's got to be better like in the future obviously yeah yeah no there's a lot of people who make statements like that um and... yeah they're kids they feel yeah. oppressed by their parents you know yes. like that's that's where they're at they're all excited to go to college well, i mean so but that that's the other thing freedom. is it's just like we see very little of the of the character's parents like we only see 
the the parents of the kid who is going to throw the party and the and the the kid at the end like that's the only yes. parents that it's not uh, it's not their story yeah i know but i mean it's just like when that's what you're saying is shaping their attitudes i feel like we should see more of the parents if that's what's so important you know, we don't right? need to see that because well, we all yeah. felt like that it, yeah it was also sort of parenting in the 70s and 80s of like absentee parentism yeah, John, no. it feels like you want this movie to be five hours long. When no, I want. I, no, I want this movie to be more focused. That's why I want it to be. I don't like. I hate nah. fucking slice slice of life bullshit because it's just sort of like this was your experience. How do you have this? Is have more of a universal appeal? And I just don't. And I feel like his solution is what? that is have have just a fuck ton of subplots that don't go anywhere. And just like I kind of like something that's kind of steered a little bit more why That's... why would you why does an indie movie have to have universal appeal it's meant to be an, it's meant to be an expression of his life you know no but i mean why is his it's life significant? i mean he's just a fucking <laughs> like he's a preppy rich kid who had a pretty it like that's not the experience of everyone and it's just like you no, have the power to make this movie no, but, and it's but like it's interesting I, to I, see the you can't it, capture the experience of other people like yeah, you yeah, can you only can. do what you know no you can't as yes, an artist you can. you can pretend you can pretend yeah, you absolutely not can. in this not yeah. in this format you can't like we're, I we're think totally we're totally going to do Clerks at some point so I can hear Dan defend Clerks. Yeah, <laughs> is because that is also a slice <laughs> of life movie. Yeah. Clerks isn't a slice of life movie. Yes, Clerks it is. is. Clerks, Clerks is way more written than this. Like, Clerks has dialogue. This has Clerks. people being stupid. This like, has people being normal people. Clerks has no, people Clerks, being... I'll, I'll give you that Clerks is like yeah. more Clerks focused. Clerks, yeah. but Clerks is it's a heightened still reality. A slice this of is life. trying to be a slice of life. No, Clerks is heightened reality. Like you I don't mean, have it's the okay fucking Julie's gum wrap. Come on, it's That's okay not if it's not. It's okay if it's not to your taste, but I don't. It, I don't no, think this it's isn't to my taste. Knock, all, it's but... not a knock on the movie. It yeah. is a knock on. Like, I, I, it's not. I did, and only by It's not what I want to see. It's just like, like, oh, I don't want to see. Like, I lived a pretty preppy rich kid high school life. I don't really need to see Richard Linklater's preppy high school life. I just don't see what's how that's relevant or creating any I, sort of conversation about art whatsoever i think it's well, just like it's i don't know so it's just him like jerking himself off that's what it's it is. not it's <laughs> but it's not like but it's there, actually it... giving you a, like so it gives you so for me i i it, like it is a you know a decade that i didn't grow up in so like i get to see what it was you know what the differences are between that and my experience and i also get to see the differences between my experience you know here in new england versus like the experience of somebody growing up in texas it's different like it's actually interesting sometimes to see like you know where the similarities and differences lie in these kind of different experiences also it was a collaborative effort i don't know where you're getting that it's just only one person's vision every movie is a collaboration you know Maybe. like and this was more than most honestly from what i could see in behind the scenes it seemed like it was very open there was a lot of improvisation yeah, there's a lot no, of people bringing themselves to the of, characters yeah. so i really don't see it as a I, and as well link later is capable of self-indulgence i would call boyhood more a more no, boyhood, boyhood is way worse than this boyhood is awful but like i it's just it's very much a like what he chooses to capture and his his attitude on naturalism is the big is the big 
issue I have with his filmmaking style because I just think naturalism is a fucking lame ass way of making a film. Like you have and, so many. Uh, like honestly, I think I've only seen one film of his because I haven't seen a terrible amount of his. But like I've only seen one film that has an actual narrative. Yeah. Everything else that I that I've seen of his is just like slice of life. Like this is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting at times, or you know, just sort of a random collection of scenes, which I'm surprised that you, Dan, aren't arguing that this is more of that. It is but... more of that. It is that. That's what I like. Like there's a very thin plot about him him signing the the paper about like like not using drugs while on the football team. And then there's it's also... not a plot. It doesn't need a plot. It's not about having a plot. I mean, in it any every film needs a plot. Like every film needs some sort of narrative. Yeah, and like, okay. I, the narr- I, the narrative is kids on the last day of school. Yeah, before a going day to in the life of these yeah. kids on the last day of school. Yeah, That's no, the no, it, it, it's yeah. all no. This narrative is all about uh, <laughs> like like there there are multiple subplots. Uh, they don't really come together, which is part of my issue with this. It's but uh, it's about the kid not signing the paper. It's about uh, the, the you have two different freshmen being accepted, one one boy and one girl being accepted in groups. So you have the the love story with the like newspaper with her and the newspaper editor. You have of uh, the the hazing situation. Like like they're all plots and they all build to something, but they don't really come together. They're all just kind of separate and not really ma- and and it's supposed to be this like big picture of like this is what high school's like but it's still since you're so you have such a narrow lens of just sort of like like zeroing in on this like relatively well off of white high school in the 70s it's just like like i i feel like there are broader stories to be told and then there's a lot of superfluous characters who like just don't do anything they're just there like yeah, I'm looking man. at you, like Renee Zellweger. High school. Yeah, <laughs> like high school. I mean, but like, yeah, that is sort of high school. M. It's just the, like no, there were random like background like, characters like throughout real, our high school like, why is that? that we didn't know, and we went to a small high school, dude. Yeah, no, we went to a very <laughs> similar high school to the one that's portrayed in this. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, but hey, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know how far we not quite as much of a big deal because this is Texas, man. Football, yeah. Also, also, can I just say? Uh, Dan, you're you're a little bit comic book guy. Worst movie ever at the moment. Like, I mean, I just I know I don't like Linklater's at the style. moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, most of the time, but yeah. still, like, I feel like you're going extra hard on this movie, and because like, I, it's you know, just like, like, what is like, like, what is the point it's trying to make? And I don't think the film knows. And point. I think that if you're not if you're not making a point, then why are you making a film? Because I found it. I found it very entertaining. Like I find, I find it, I, it's like really fun to go on the adventure and see what's going to happen next. I agree. You I, know, I, like, I like, I, I like the adventure. It it reminds me. You know, it takes me back to being in high school a bit. And again, I really like seeing the differences in the, you know, how the experience and the perspective of you know somebody who grew up in a different place and time than I did. And instead of like one big payoff at the end, it's like lots of little things happening. Like Ben Affleck gets his just desserts, or you know, the, 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 the other. Like, I, I, okay, I well, there's more. Like, more if comes you later. want something like that, like like a, a film like American Pie is way more focused and has as pretty much everything you're talking about, but at, doesn't have all this dead time where you just have a great soundtrack covering for the fact that you don't have a plot, like. 
it doesn't need a plot. That's the point of a movie. Like, no, it doesn't. You don't have a plot. It's a slice of life. Why are you releasing this? A slice of life movie still should have a plot. Should have a statement. Should have something you're trying to say. This film doesn't have that. Like it's it doesn't. Like, it, it, it it has like as the seventies was kind of squares. Cool. <laughs> I'm not signing your damn paper. And it's so well, fucking on the some... nose. And so like that scene is so cringe because everything else is so naturalist, and that is so forced. And it's such an awkward juxtaposition. Like it's like this film is so uneven like that because it's just like I want to say this statement, and I'm gonna have a bunch of random filler of them wandering around for five minutes, and then I'm gonna make sure they say this key line that I really like, and then they're gonna wander around not do anything for a while and it's just like dude make like like american graffiti is more focused than this like it's oh just... you see now i was getting like a lot of american graffiti vibes off yeah of this american too. graffiti is a much better film than this well they specifically were going for that yeah yeah that's how they got it that's how they I got mean, money at all to get it yeah, done from no the i mean you pitch this as american graffiti but like similarly so you think to... american pie is a better movie than this I I think American Pie has a better script, but is a worse made film. I think they're it's very lazily directed um, and has way weaker performances. I think um, this has I think filmmaking wise, this is incredible. Like there is mean, yeah. amazing shots for like an amateur or a brand new director. There, there are some really things that I like that he does style. as uh, visually. I I will agree with you. There's there there was a shot when he's tracking the why am I blanking on the kid's name? But uh, the when he's tracking the freshman and um Wayne no, I'm trying to symbolize to the group that we should like get through the plot of the movie oh. before we keep on like going into because talking there... about the movie. Okay, and well, according to Dan, there's no there is a plot. It's just like when they're plot, it's it's really awkward how it jumps from plot to not plot and that's what i like it's an experimental film it's just trying to not be hollywood you seem to not like non-hollywood <laughs> movies i mean i do have issues with non-hollywood films because i think there are conventions that have been established with hollywood that work and when you're directly going against them you need to have a purpose for why you're going against them and in this film i think specifically he's going against them just to go against them not because he has a purpose to do so no, I disagree. It turns out that it's like really entertaining. You know, if it wasn't entertaining, entertaining, if it wasn't entertaining, if it wasn't entertaining, I'd agree with you, but it is. So. All right. All right. Let, let TJ read the thing. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. I really wish that I knew, like, I wish that because we're using Zoom. This is not an advertisement for Zoom, but fuck Zencaster, apparently. Um. So I don't know how long we've been going, but I'm going to guess like close to half an hour of mm-hmm. you two just like going back and forth. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, before we get into the movie, let's get into the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, It is May 28th, 1976, the last day of high school at Lehigh School in Austin, Texas. The next year's group of seniors are preparing for the annual hazing of incoming freshmen. Randall Pink Floyd, the school star football player, quarterback, is asked to sign a pledge promising not to take drugs during the summer or do anything that would jeopardize the goal of a championship season. There's your plot. 
Uh, when classes end, the incoming freshman boys are hunted down by the seniors and paddled. The incoming freshman girls are also hazed. They are rounded up in the school parking lot by senior girls, covered in mustard, ketchup, and flour, and raw eggs, and forced to propose to senior boys. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry, I'm gassy. Also weird that it's just like the people that they perceive as that the senior incoming senior girls perceive as pretty. Like, mm -hmm. why hasn't anybody asked you? It's sort of the jive yeah. I get. Also, like, just the different people who auditioned for this film is sort of a wild who's who of 1993, too. Mm -hmm. Um, do do do. As day fades to night, freshman Mitch Kramer escapes the initial hazing with his best friend Carl Burnett and is later cornered after a baseball game and violently paddled. Fred O'Banion, uh, senior, uh, oh, yeah, they're actually using names. So Pink Floyd is uh, Jason Lee. His uh, Jason, Jason, London. Jason London. Uh, sorry, I forgot that uh, Jason Lee was dating Marissa Rubisi at the time and was her legal guardian while they were in Austin. Okay. Weird. Because he was That's 22 right. and she was 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, good old Scientology. Uh, uh, so yeah, Jason London for Pink Floyd. Uh, Are they both in it? Sorry to interrupt. Are they no, both only, only one of them. Okay. Oh no, Jason Lee is not in this movie. No, I mean uh, it, Giovanni Ribisi and his sister. Are they both Scientologists no. or just him? No, I. He I'm, is. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing that she probably is too. Then. It's usually the way it works, or else she, they well, are just connected dating, from each other. If she was dating Jason Lee at the time and he had legal guardianship over her, that yeah. sounds like a very Scientology, Scientology thing. That sounds like an yeah. extremely Scientology thing. It does very much does. Uh, Mitch Kramer was like Willie something. I Wiley Wiggins. Really, yeah, Wiley Wiggins. No, I know his face, but I can't tell you what the fuck I recognize him from. He's in like one other Link Later movie after this, and not much else. Uh, oh he's, yeah, he's in Waking he's, Life, he, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's he's the least. You know, I I think it's kind of adorable that he's in it. Like his performance, uh, also in the behind the scenes, he's just exactly the same. So, oh, I'm know, sure it's he just hardly acting. <laughs> yeah, it's not acting at all. Um, and then there's also Fred O'Banion, who's uh, you know future oscar winner um is um, goodwill hunting the next year or 96 i can't remember 96. Goodwill hunting's quite a ways after this yeah three years yeah yeah uh why am i blanking on his fucking name affleck what? affleck affleck, affleck. Insurance. yeah yeah <laughs> insurance company yeah or it's not even insurance Flack. yeah <laughs> Uh, ben Affleck. But yeah, no. Affleck, a senior participating in the hazing tradition for a second year after failing to graduate, delights in punishing Mitch. Pink gives the injured Mitch a ride home and offers to take him cruising with friends that night. See, see, there's more of your plot. It's mostly no, about Linklater's is... character being, uh, you know, yeah. accepted by the cool kids. It, I told you that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's a plot. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a plot a that's one. better explored by like Cameron Crowe, like in in most of his films. So, 
I just don't like, like flavors. Like Elizabeth Town. <laughs> like Elizabeth Town. I was thinking more like Almost Famous, but the, like Elizabeth Town. Like I, I prefer. Like the, I prefer this movie to Almost Famous, and I like Almost Famous. I, I I like Almost Famous more than this. I'm not crazy about Almost Famous. I don't hate it though. I need to watch Almost Famous again. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. Kind anyway. of mid, honestly. I mean, both both films are both of those films are based more on their soundtrack than their story. So. And that that's actually not works always for a me. bad thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing that actually works for me. You just don't really like music either, Dan. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I the love the soundtrack you... to this. I just don't. I just like. I would rather watch all the music videos to the sound to the soundtrack of this than watch this film accompany the, the music. It's the seventies. Yeah. They don't have music videos. Yeah, they don't have. Uh, I'll watch this is the music video. Yeah. This is the music video, and it oh, all involves oh, a lot John of people getting it. high. I, I've just like, released yeah. a bunch of music videos like five years ago for some of his old songs. It's great. <laughs> All right, that uh, does sound kind of rad. The Rocket Man one is fucking heartbreaking. It's great. Good movie too, Rocket Man. Yeah. All right. PJ. Well, plans for the evening are ruined when Kevin Pickford's parents discover his intentions to host a keg party because the goddamn beer delivery driver wanted the night off early, so he got there a half hour and a half before the drop-off time to totally fuck the night. But hey, without that dude fucking the night, there wouldn't be a movie. No, There's your I love that there guy. Be, I love that guy. Instead of this crap. So, <laughs> um, but yes, our ruin when Kevin Pickford's parents discover he is intentions to host a keg party elsewhere. The intellectual trio of Cynthia Dunn, Tony Olson, uh, uh, Tony Olson played by are Anthony they really Rapp. the intellectual trio? They're the fucking they're the fucking newspaper trio. Oh, I always thought of them just the nerds. Yeah, so. yeah, they're they're they are the intellectual newspaper nerd, whatever. Like they all, though, the, all of those descriptors fit. Also, no, also, I was. It took me till the end credits to realize, holy wild. shit, that's <laughs> that's fucking Stamets. He doesn't look the same, man. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does. Take the glasses off of him. He is not pulling a Clark Kent. Yeah, like, I know, but like, he looks exactly the same. It's the hair. Also, one of the onset romances was between him and Parker Posey. <laughs> okay. Good for him. <laughs> well, I mean, like uh, the dude who was Pickford um, ran off Milojevich. to. And yeah, they ran, they, they ran off to, to Vegas. Vegas and got married while she was seventeen. The, and yes. then her mother and got her it mother, annulled. Yeah. <laughs> <Great>. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, this was this seemed like a. I mean, uh, being an in you know yeah being in the because this was in the night this was filmed in the nineties. Being a teenager in the nineties was its own brand of weird and like that. I feel oh, like that. Parents. <laughs> I, I mean, helicopter parents <laughs> combined with that very, you know, like uh, romance movies have like drilled into everyone's head that like. Oh, yeah. Know, the Pretty in Pink is actually a romantic film. Yeah. And like <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, it's a super romantic story. And all nope. of this blah, blah, star-crossed lovers, you know, blah, blah. We're misanthropes together and we can run off into the sunset and i feel like we all had this problem or, or the people these days who still think that joker and harley is a good relationship oh god <laughs> yeah i mean life goals yeah. 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be emulated. It's sort of like Romeo and Juliet. You know, two teenagers who uh, decide they want to fuck and it ends in the death of five people. (laughs) That's how you know you did good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, better to emulate Harley and Ivy. I love uh, romance and rom-coms, but yeah, they've had a worse effect on the general psyche than even violent action movies and horror movies. A hundred percent. More insidious. Yep. Uh, I was a teenage girl in the 90s. I can attest to this. If you uh, are curious about this, you should listen to our episode on Love Actually. (laughs) We like to talk about that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Um, is there more plot? I mean, yeah, there's a, well, that no there's plot. more I mean, to there's more to their plot. We've barely yeah. mentioned um, O'Bannon, so like, yeah, there's more plot. No, it's Ben Affleck. I mean, I don't know. Is, is it bad that I absolutely well, we're picture still... Ben Affleck being that guy? I mean, I just I, like I can that. Totally you know, see him being that guy. Like, Except I... he's not actually Donnie, or he's not actually Marky Mark, because Marky Mark was that guy. Yeah, well, I mean, Mark Affleck, definitely Affleck, was. I think was way sounder, honestly. I, I think I mean, people Affleck, give Affleck, Affleck way too hard time. Because as, as he's pointed out recently, he has resting, I don't want to be here face. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, wish, I, I, I wish I knew somebody who, like, actually went to high school with him because, and just to see, like, what he was actually like. Because, like, it, it, you know. He was probably a theater geek. Like, probably. Like, really but, like I don't know. He's apparently a, he's a great hang, apparently. Did anybody go to like I think he did anybody go to like Andover High School whenever the fuck he grad around whenever he graduated? If no, we're too young. Uh, hit us up. Yeah. No, not we're not yeah. that that much younger, man. No, the, the we're closest too young I got too. was knowing somebody who went to high school who was like a sophomore when I was a freshman who went to high school with um uh, uh fucking Chris Evans. No, Elijah Cuthbert. Oh, no, not Elijah Cuthbert. Somebody. Um fucking Faith from Buffy. Oh, Eliza Dushku. Eliza Dushku. Oh, yeah. And we also, we also know somebody who went to high school with, with um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. No. I also, I've uh, Peter met and seen Killian Murphy a bunch of times. Oh, but yeah. That's rad. It was so commonplace around where I was that I don't even think of it really. <laughs> that's like, actually Irish really actors <laughs> is small, you know. Ireland is small. You could just see people pretty handily if they live there. And he was, even when he was big, because he would come back to Ireland to do plays, you'd still see him around, like, post-inception and stuff. He was still mm-hmm. around. You know, I imagine he kicks about. Brendan Gleeson as well, you see around sometimes. What about right. Colmini? Never seen Colmini. Never seen, Aww, never seen, I, most of them, Colmini, I think, lives in England, I think. And then, uh, like, Colin Farrell say, I actually lived in the same suburb as Colin Farrell grew up in for a little while. But, uh, like, he's been in L.A. since he started, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Most most of the really big ones. Let's keep on going with this. Also, we're going to do a fucking, uh, speaking of Colin Farrell, we're absolutely doing a needless remake at some point of Fright Night. Oh, I thought you were going to say Total Recall. Yeah, we're going to do that one, too, but I feel like I've said that one before. Total Recall. Also, I really don't want to watch that movie ever again. So. That's not true. There are definitely worse remakes than Total Recall. Yeah, I said it's one of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would like a word with you. <laughs> That's way better. <laughs> yeah. Anything is better. I mean, I really, really, really 
don't care for that that remake like and even similar ones like robocop is not good or good compared to the original but it's watchable and kind of entertaining total recall yeah. with Conferno has zero redeeming qualities zero yeah, i, cool. I agree with you on that all right let's let's keep on fucking going with this elsewhere the intellectual trio of cynthia cynthia dunn tony olsen and mike newhouse mike newhouse is played by somebody that i've Adam seen Goldberg. in stuff yeah. but yeah oh, adam remember. goldberg i'm Adam I, Goldberg, yeah, yeah, he, he's another. Is uh, he more of a director these days? I think so. Okay, yeah. maybe that's more where I know him from. Yeah, I'm not going to like back out to figure it out, but like he I know his face from stuff too. Yeah, as Adam Goldberg, who makes the sitcom The Goldbergs, and they uh, bring it's a it different. Up. He's they, a different guy, I think. But yeah, but they bring it up on that show all the time. Yeah, just two Adam Goldbergs, and that they they don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, uh, he's yeah. in something. Oh, he's uh, in Fargo. Well, yeah. The, these these guys also decide to participate in the evening's festivities. Pink and his friend David Wooderson, a man in his early 20s who still socializes with high school students, picks up Mitch and head for the Emporium, a pool hall frequented by teenagers. No one of the age of 18 is allowed to drink. Say the signs in there. As the night progresses, students loiter around the Emporium, listen to rock music, cruise the neighborhood, and frequent a local drive through restaurant. Um, uh, what the fuck was the name of the place? It's something stupid, but yeah. I, I yeah, remember. I forget. Like, it's a real Which was place. A real res- yeah, it was a real restaurant. It's like Top Something. Yeah. It's like Top Notch or something like that, yeah. Something like that. Um, Do-do-do. Also, they... There's like a whole subplot that seems like it was mostly removed from the movie involving like the kiss painted statues because they yep. only show up yeah, like three really times. Yeah, we, and I feel yeah, like we see that we see them to taken to, yeah, we see them taken to the, the moon tower and then we never actually see them there. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> we never actually see them there. Well, we see an exterior of them outside of the party is like one of the yeah, first we see shots them being at the taken moon there. Tower. Yeah, but that's kind of sucks. So good call. I mean, no, yeah. they they play their one good song in the film as part of the soundtrack. So, so uh, I do. They also did Detroit that one Rock City, Ted, right? Uh, yeah, I want rock and roll all night. Yeah. Oh, well, no, Detroit Rock City, City is a different song. song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. By the way, Detroit Rock City. Uh, yeah, but this is how porno start too. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but up as the night progresses. Uh, Mitch is introduced to sophomore Julie Sims, who with whom he shares a mutual attraction. While cruising again with Pink Pickford and Don Dawson, every time I saw him, I couldn't think about anything other than fucking uh, the 1992 Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because he is Luke Perry's best friend in it. Um, Mitch drinks beer and smokes marijuana for the first time. After a game of mailbox baseball, not really but okay yeah, i wouldn't call it mailbox baseball yeah but it's not it's not well yeah it's not did i feel like we all were we kind of referred to anything that was involving mailboxes and cars uh, mailbox baseball even though it absolutely wasn't if it didn't involve a bat well i mean yeah, you, that's they use mailbox paddle, baseball but, yeah they yeah i know i never actually yeah well yeah yeah no, they used the that, that's cans. more like yeah. mailbox cricket yeah, well, no, they use the trash cans to take out the mailboxes, so that's not mailbox baseball at all. No, well, the pa- they've got those cricket paddles as well. Yeah, they do have the paddles. They're not cricket paddles. They're way too small. <laughs> but 
Oh, uh, they're referred to as cricket paddles. It, like, oh, did they? Uh, not not in the movie, but like in descriptions, they describe them as cricket paddles, even More though they're definitely not. No, right. they're they're they're, they're similar shape. They're a similar well, shape, because but... we're we're gonna get to a bit of trivia in a second. Okay, they're kids' cricket paddles. How about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> after a game of mailbox baseball, a neighborhood resident brandishing a gun threatens to call the police. Well, no, threatens them and calls the police. Yeah, they yeah. barely escape after the resident fires at their car. After returning to the Emporium, Mitch runs into his middle school friends. They hatch a plan to exact revenge on O'Banion. It culminates with hit them dumping paint on O'Banion, who leaves in a fit of rage. And in filming the scene, um, Affleck, when he uh, smashed his mallet down on the ground, Broke his ankle and finished out oh, the scene. Oh yeah. Oh, so that's why they, he's written out. Okay. Yeah. Because he was injured. Okay. Because I, I was like, this subplot Who feels like an asshole now. Yeah. Affleck, I hope. I mean, you know, I mean, in Aragorn broke his fucking foot, and Viggo Mortensen kept going. So you know. Well, he finished up the scene. Yeah. It was that... him like hobbling into his car and driving away. But yes, that's the la- That's why that's the last time we see him. See Affleck, and that's why Clint exists. Yeah. Okay. Because um, mm-hmm. those characters could totally be the same character. And I think yeah, better they absolutely they were. could be. Yeah, I think that I think you're right. I think that was probably the original plan. But yeah, you know, I actually applaud oh, yeah, them for not being like, yo, Affleck. Do, you know, they don't. They don't share scenes. I mean, in you know, he's he's basically he's Stephen from the room. So um... <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting on top of a nuclear bomb. Who it's the an atomic fuck bomb, are you? But... Atomic bomb. Damn it! It's been but too yeah, long. He's, he's, like Stephen and Peter were clearly intended to be the same character. But yeah, it's like who the fuck are you? I mean, but you say that so many times. You... Anyway. <laughs> After the yeah. Emporium closes, an impromptu keg party is planned at in a field under a moonlight tower. Cynthia, Tony, and Mike arrive at their first keg party, where Mike is threatened by tough guy Clint Bruno. Tony runs into freshman Sabrina Davis, whom he met earlier during the hazing, and they begin hanging out together. Cynthia likes Wooderson and exchanges phone numbers with him. Mike, suffering from the humiliation of a confrontation with Clint, uh, decides to take a stand by punching him. In return, he gets tackled by Clint and receives a beating from him. The fight is broken up by Pink and Wooderson. Football player Benny O'Donnell confronts Pink about his refusal to sign the pledge. Pink, the only player not to have signed, believes it violates his individual individuality and beliefs. Mitch leaves the keg party with Julie. They drive by a nearby hill overlooking town to make out. Tony gives Sabrina a ride home, and they kiss goodnight. As night turns to dawn, Pink, Wooderson, Don, Ron Slater, and several other friends decide to smoke marijuana on the 50-yard line at the football field. The police arrive, so they ditch the drugs. Oh, is that the first time? That must be the first time they've used uh, Rory Cochran's character name. Ron Slater. Yep. I mean, that's mm. the whole point yeah. is he's completely irrelevant until this randomly appearing in the last scene so he can be used as an example by 
football coach is a bad egg. I mean, but he's so. like like every single one of okay, every single person who smokes weed knows that guy. Like, yeah, he's oh, just no, meant I mean, to be that fine. weed. I mean, guy. I just wish yeah, that he he's was just more that weed the guy. Rest of the movie, he's just there. No, he's it, just there to be a friend the, at the very end of the movie. But well, like, right. he's not. Dan, he doesn't hang Dan. out with Pink well, the rest he, of the time. Well, he does. He, in, he's in, not in, even in, the weed guy. He's the stoner. Yeah, yeah, he's because the, the weed guy is the other guy that Jason London got into a fight with on set. Yeah, we we <laughs> you you know what we meant. Yeah, oh, he's, I, I, he's oh, the, like, oh so yeah, there was a false stoner. Stoner it, was supposed, it was supposed to be Pink. It was probably supposed to be Pickford in that scene. That would have been. It was supposed sense. to be Pickford in that scene. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, I mean, I'll give you the. I I don't think the Rory Cochran character adds much to the movie. He's redundant but, with with yeah. a lot of other characters, <laughs> no, which he, is, he, he's which is there, what happens a lot in this film. So he's he's there to be um, light comic uh, relief. I was gonna say yeah. a, a light comic yeah. relief slash. If let's be honest here, audience stand in. No, the audience stand in. Everyone's supposed to think they're fucking Mitch. Like that's uh, the whole thing. I understand, but like honestly, man, there is a definitely a kind of person who would watch this movie who for whom that is a stand-in oh, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, absolutely i knew those people but, growing up yeah they're, 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 they're they, the people they who would think be... this movie's actually good they're the ones who get stoned and don't notice that this movie sucks hey i resemble that remark <laughs> yes i think that three quarters of us resemble that remark don't don't worry dan lots of stuffy people like you have enjoyed this movie too <laughs> <laughs> no, Linklater still has a career somehow. So clearly, clearly, School of Rock is a fucking masterpiece. Oh yeah, I always forget that School of Rock is him because, yeah. like, School yeah. of Rock, I've really exactly. enjoyed. He can absolutely <laughs> crack out a Hollywood movie, yeah. If you like, you know, yeah. like he's well capable. Like in this period, like there's no other movies like this. Like he's filling, he's filling yeah, a hole. True, was there? I mean, well, in this period, I guess you're right because of everything that he's, you know, there, there are very similar movies that came out out earlier. I mean, it's just like '90s got super corporate, and this is definitely going against that grain. Yeah, so. it's like the 30 years later, it's kind of hard to identify with the things that it's doing differently. But like, right, because nothing else was coming out like it. Yeah. Yeah, the battles they had for the cursing, the battles they had for the uh, lesser lesser known actors, but like everything yeah. about this was a challenge to make, you know. So yeah, yeah, uh, I get that. And, and, right, and it's like, can yeah. I can I can I finish don't... this real fast so that oh, I can yeah, go pee real fast and then you guys I, can keep on doing this? I also want to like pee. we don't like, you don't I, you guys I, don't need us. You you yeah you you guys are open to keep on doing this for like. <laughs> A couple of minutes so that we I'm can not, go pee. I want, to, I want the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we're, can wrap this up. I mean, I made it. my point. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. I don't I know. Mean, what, it, I, we're not going to. I think making a valid, very valid point right now that compared to other contemporary films, this is very different and refreshing. But I think that at this point, it kind of gets lost in a lot of other or older films that this was mimicking and that are better. I mean, you know, I mean, this is also why Clerks is always so interesting because Clerks is an indie film that was successful largely because there weren't any indie films doing that at the time. If it released it now, Clerks is just a film that gets lost. So, you know. And but... also like half of Clerks doesn't work for me anymore. Like um... what worked in it before, it doesn't work anymore. Right. Conversations about Star Wars and stuff because it's yeah. done to death. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Sorry, go um, on, guys. Yeah. All right. Let TJ finish the synopsis so we can eventually end the podcast. <laughs> yes, because we need to finish the fucking synopsis first before we can get to verdicts. Like, again. All right. 
The police arrive, so they ditch the drugs. Recognizing Pink and Dawson, the uh, police call Coach Conrad, a, his football coach. Conrad lectures Pink about hanging out with losers and insists that he sign the pledge. Pink says he might play football, but he is not going to sign it. Pink leaves with his friends to Houston to obtain tickets. Also, why would they be going to Houston to get tickets instead of fucking San Antonio? Sorry. Yeah, or, San Antonio or, would be closer. Yeah, but they're, but they're or playing act, a show or actually in, in Austin. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Houston's not that No, because it was following the 1976 tour that they were on, and the uh, tour dates were Houston, San Antonio, and <laughs> you're, you're actually looking up oh, the tour then, dates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, I found it as fucking trivia, man. But yeah, San Antonio would actually make a hell of a lot more sense. It's definitely closer than Houston. Uh, to obtain Aerosmith tickets, Mitch arrives home after sunrise to find his mother has waited up for him. She decides against punishment, but warns him about coming home late again. Mitch goes to his room, puts on headphones, and listens to Slow Ride by Foghat as Pink, Wooderson, Slater, and Simone Kerr uh, travel down a highway to purchase their tickets. And it was supposed to be... Uh, it was supposed to be some fucking Led Zeppelin song that... Days uh, and Confused, like, dipshit. Yeah. No, it wasn't supposed to be Days Confused. It was supposed to be a different one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Really? Ba -dum -ba -dum -ba -dum. And Zeppelin was like, we want nothing to do with this film? Uh, No. Um, one no. of the two said no. I want to oh. say Plant said no. I want to say Plant said yes. And no, it was Plant that, that said no. All that bullshit about Zeppelin standards, they gave all that shit up. Like all their music is everywhere all the time now, so they clearly. Well, I mean, I, I think it's more interesting to watch what's happening with Pink Floyd now. Um, that they are now totally okay with their film with their music being licensed after not being okay with it for like like forty years. I, yeah, I have, I I have honestly enjoyed hearing their music pop up more in pop culture. But it all right, all right. So the... I was wrong. It is Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin that was supposed to be playing during the credits. Page said yes. Plant said no. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'm going to pee really fast, and you guys can, like, continue having your arguing match. Uh, we're not, we're not uh, arguing. We're not it's arguing, amazing. and we just have different opinions. Your, your aggressive on... discussion. <laughs> yeah, we, we just have different opinions of the appeal of this film. And, I mean, I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, as I already said, like, Borg makes a very valid point of, like, comparing this to contemporary films of the time. I'm like, yeah, they weren't doing this. Um, but like I, I and, just, and I and and so we can be all cordial, and I can totally concede that it has dated. You know, yeah, like yeah. Now it just I, gets. I, I, I'm pretty good at putting myself in any time period that I was at least adjacent or around watching mm. movies, like in the '90s, and I watch them later. Yeah, uh, that I can kind of put myself into that place, and I also I was a big fan of this movie when I was a kid. You know, when I was younger. Um, yeah, I don't have the was... same nostalgia for it as you do at all. So it's like this is a film that I think I saw in college once that I was like, eh, about. Yeah, and, uh, see, yeah. I saw this in high school as a stoner, and like, yeah, I we all know TJ. Um, I saw this in high school as a somewhat of a stoner, at least at that point, and I feel like it again. I I feel like then it was more about identifying with. Some of the characters at like at least parts of it like now i still find it interesting because of you know it's kind of again i it's it's just sort of a different perspective and it brings me back to some of those times 
in high school. But like, I again, I I wonder, yeah. like, Warwick, like, I feel like you might even connect with this in a different way because, you know, like, you, I don't know, in in some ways, I guess, have you know, like, one foot in Ireland and one foot here, and this gives you a little bit of like a connection to the American part of your roots. Yeah, and and my dad you know, this is the time period he was going to school uh, over here, you know? Yeah. So it was almost kind of a way to maybe look into that a little bit, even though it would be very different again, because uh, not, not Boston, but um, yeah, I appreciated that about it. Like, I don't um, like any of these slice of life movies. It's like, uh... oh yeah, sorry. That's not actually what I want to say. What I want to say was compare this to another movie I could think of uh Gran Torino random but Clint mm. Eastwood it's another movie that has um untrained actors in it and it's horrible mm. and it does not work out. I liked Gran Torino but oh um... you silly song <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the worst movies ever uh but uh I like Gran I guess Torino. I think I think in this instance they actually somehow with with uh in the extras you see that they gave them like a long sheet of what the characters were supposed to be and then kind of let them flow with it or whatever and, and, and add on to it. And I just think what they did with these very young untrained actors is kind of amazing. No, There's I mean, so that's many the thing. of them, they interact yeah. like very realistically, very authentically. Um, you know, I think that, yeah. So like now at this age, I just appreciate it more on a technical level, but like, it's not like, I'm not going to be like running to tell everyone, ah, you got to see this movie. But I, I still, I, I you mean, know, it's a, it's an eight out of 10 for me. It's a solid, I mean, in, I, 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 th I think watch. you make a, uh, hey, a we don't, we don't use about... number ratings around here. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think I you make a, a valid point about, about um, the acting in this, because I do think the acting is, is largely solid with largely untrained actors. I think that there, particularly um, there's a scene in with um i want to say it's with with joey lauren adams but it's with after the hazing scene where it pulls one of the freshmen aside and it's just like oh i have to do this but you know well yeah. actually it's like I, and it's just like there's there's like a lot of the actors are adding layers to their characters to make them more than being one-dimensional like honestly i think the only characters that feel really one-dimensional to me are o'banion and the uh the freshman four that they're uh, that they're chasing like those characters feel really flat to me in, in um, an ensemble though well, i mean have, more so the freshman three no, no but it, like, i, I Will, include Willie's... mitch and that group, group mitch did not work for me that well but um but largely because it's just like i could see that he's the director insert character and i just fucking hate that shit so <laughs> Um, well, he's the drag along. Yeah, like, but it's very. I I felt like uh, as a kid that that was like Emily was saying earlier on. That's that really that special feeling you get when the older people. Oh yeah, like, no, that that's is, that definitely is like yeah uh, tangible in this, or at yeah. least it was when I was younger. I don't. No, no, I mean it's tangible. It's anymore, definitely something but... that I that I experienced. But I mean, it's also that something that I like look back on of like ooh. At least the people I hung out, at least the older people that I looked up to at the time, for the most part, weren't total douchebags. Yeah, um, no, I because the people in this are way douchier than some of the people I looked up to in high school. So yeah, I hung out. With, I hung out with the bad kids, and I was a bad kid, but no one was yeah. like that. The, the the culture of like hazing and stuff just doesn't exist. Yeah, uh, well, no, that's definitely you know, one of the things that I'm glad about that 
at least not playing any high school sports. I never really yeah. experienced. I mean, the hazing much wasn't hazing. I got bullied, but like yeah. I didn't experience hazing. You know, yeah, no hazing. Hazing was something that like largely like like honestly, that's, that's I feel cool like I, maybe yeah. as a reaction to this film, but I feel like hazing kind of like like wasn't that bad for us and then if you were like a few years younger than us it started ramping back up again but like like i think that we kind of we went through high school at a period where hazing was kind of like not done dodging bullets or again it was unlike kids now now on the last day of school they organize a massive cyberbullying attack yeah yeah no because yeah we were we were before cyberbullying but i mean i also just remember some of the like like i think it was like i was like a year out of college or something like that where it's just like like some some kid had like died in a hazing thing that was like a national story and it's just like yeah no that, that wasn't anything i witnessed but you know yeah so crazy yeah uh, again or it, it, it was for, it yeah was for cooler kids than us we were not i don't think any of us well well i mean i was on Warwick might be yeah i don't know yeah i was no on, I, on I was saying teams. while you were gone emily that they um like that that culture doesn't exist there and i was a bad kid and i hung out with the older bad kids but that's not the kind of stuff you know like you i guess the equivalent of hazing is like proving you're cool you know like you're that i mean i'm gonna you just just prove it with your actions as opposed to this set in stone thing where the older people beat the shit up the younger people it's more like you have to kind of show that you're cool enough to hang out with the older people more than so it just it skips to the part after the beatings. Yeah, I'm gonna guess <laughs> the beating part is definitely much more so, uh, like Texas or just the South in general. Specific, say, it would not like, shock me that they're but the hazing like, becomes even, a thing in college years. Even like Varsity Blues, Generally, yeah. which is like '99, I think, has Ooh. a bunch of hazing shit in it, and like that's supposed to be more like you know modern view of. That. Yeah, I don't know. I never saw Friday Night Lights. Did that that have any hazing themes? The TV show oh, really doesn't. To. I don't know if oh. the movie does. Yeah, yeah. The TV show doesn't really have that, but have like anything in it, like which is weird because it probably should have. But yeah, I mean the it also just well it cheats so much with the ages of its characters because like most of the characters are kind of introduced at different age at like you know one like certain characters are supposed to be like sophomores in the first season and then they'll like de-age them because they want to keep them around and you know they just kind of like fudge what year people are as the show goes on so huh. but yeah that sounds bad and inconsistent <laughs> it is it's weirdly inconsistent but the show is still good <laughs> all right um I don't know. We we've had a bunch of discussion from the two of you. We've finally gotten through the entire plot. Yep. Um, I don't know how long we've been going. Do we want to start our wrap up? I mean, we probably could. I mean, I think we've made most of the points we probably want to say about this. Um, yeah, I think a lot it inspired stuff... a good discussion. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. always the goal of this: is inspiring a good discussion. That's yeah. why we've got to have you on more, Porik, so that you can like 
challenge Dan. Yeah, no, just because I think Porg and I have completely different opinions of what we like in a movie. So. Yeah, we've yeah. even we've even been I've even been giving. Oh yeah, we, we've Facebook. been fighting online too. Yeah, Facebook <laughs> over over how I think if it, like we both like some of Scorsese's films, it's just like we like the opposite Scorsese films. <laughs> can usually, oh, we can usually hilarious. find some tiny common ground. Yeah, yeah, I we, think we, we both because, of us agree that Gangs of New York nice, is not his but... best, but like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we read, we definitely read movies very differently. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I is think that, that we might have to have a new semi-regular <laughs> guest, or since we seem to have lost our fourth, um, what maybe a new fourth. fourth? Oh, <laughs> yeah, the other fourth. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. There was another person here. Where the hell did he go? Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, our fuzzy co-host. He, he no longer needs me. Dan's tears to live. Uh, <laughs> our fuzzy co-host is making a vocal appearance tonight because he's busy yelling at Porik in the office. Oh, yeah, all right. Cool. All right. Well, who wants to give their uh, verdict first? I mean, I, mean, I feel like I start with Emily because... Sure. I mean, I like I, honestly, I would I say see it. Like, I know that I I don't I can see some of the arguments against it, but like honestly, if you are okay with like a fairly chill slice of life movie that doesn't really have a whole lot of plot going on, um, I I don't like for me, I don't feel like I need it. Like honestly, it kind of it's the same sort of like. Uh, I don't know, like, like day in a life kind of, you know, feel good shit like Empire Records, which we talked about last week is. Yeah, this has like, a lot of the same problems for me as Empire Records did. Whereas like Empire Records trying to force a plot actually is what made it worse for me in a lot of ways. I feel like I like Dazed and Confused better. I mean, first off, it's a more attractive movie. This has way um, better technical style than Empire Records. And, yeah. but, but, but also, I really feel like, you know, if if the best you're going to do is that plot, like, you know, it, like, if your plot is just shitty, don't, get, don't even I don't, bother I don't, like this don't, film don't designs. <laughs> exactly. I actually prefer this. It's like, again, it is. It's like, an, it's like an extended music video that like kind of, you know, gives a like nostalgic, but also somewhat romantic quality to, you know, the mid 1970s. Like, I again I really love, like seeing different perspectives like it gives me just sort of an idea of what you know maybe what it was a little bit of what, what it was like to you know be a teenager in the 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 70s and you know and be a teenager in uh football town USA because Texas um and you know I I, I don't know I also smoke lots of weed so like that also you know kind of makes this it, the the whole vibe fits much better i think when you're a bit of a yeah no i guess summer. i guess yeah i think that's part of it too is it's just like oh it's all the annoying pretentious things people say when they're high in a film whoa uh, that character though is meant to be a buffoon. Like, oh, I know. Like, I, like I said, we Gotham all know that guy. I mean, he's like, essentially the basis for Jason Mewes. Like your your whole like I the like guy Jason whose Mewes whole more. personality yes. is weed. I do too. And like, yeah, talking about some fucking like deep shit while you're stoned, man. 
And it's like, except you're not making any like really poignant or interesting points. You just yeah, you are. just really annoying. Yeah, like the, the like this guy, And we've yeah, all just met shut that up and let me enjoy the vibe before. instead yeah, of trying to make have. this deep. Yeah, so. But that's that's the most accurate depiction you could do of that guy. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. He is that, that is a that is like a that, like you you could like a that is a textbook version of that guy. All right, cool. So Emily, you are a see it. Who wants yes. to go next? I mean, I'm obviously a screw it, so I might as well say that. <laughs> like, I feel like the plot is. Oh too my thin. god! I had no idea. I feel like the plot Dan is Murphy, too thin. I it's too. Fun. It's too padded by a good soundtrack that just kind of distracts from the fact that it's just like there's just not enough here. It's just like it's that natural style of just sort of like, well, if you're gonna do it this way, just shoot a fucking documentary instead. It'd be more honest. Like I, I just feel like this is a weird middle ground of just is not really doing anything. Sorry, um, man. I gotta ask you a quick question. You you were saying shoot a documentary, so yeah. you want to shoot a documentary about about 1976 and 1993 i mean shoot a documentary about the experiences of high school students i mean like that's clearly what they but want like, to talk about well so. no he wanted to tell his about, high school it, students yeah, so, okay so interview his fucking graduating class like that's possible like i feel like that actually is a more interesting film i mean like Ford keeps on talking about how much don't be wrong i watched that too <laughs> like i feel like that's a more interesting film than this like a documentary about like like everyone he went to high school with that actually sounds kind of interesting this wasn't so um so like yeah but like I don't think the people i went to high school with are interesting i think the i don't think uh, i i think the people i went to high school with are actually quite interesting which is weird because oh it's, thanks it's, buddy oh. very different directions yeah you catch up and then our kid. last our last our last reunion didn't happen and the one before that was attended by five people so like you know, but I, I know that we have like like someone working on like the 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 like I Higgs and Bose collider and we have us dumbasses doing this. Like I don't know, there's some cool <laughs> shit people are doing. Like, I mean, maybe not us, but like come on. So like I I don't know. I I, I think that it it's it's very unfortunate that I think that what we get out of this is we get Linklater's very we only really get Linklater's point of view of what high school was like, like then kind of mixed with the interpretation of kids in the 90s trying to recreate what it felt like for him in the 70s. Um, and it's like this weird sort of like, I don't know, it, 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 it's an interesting experiment, but I just, just don't feel like the experiment is successful enough to justify a feature-length film i think that you could cut this down to half an hour and i'd have a much better time with it i also think that at the there's a bad juxtaposition between the kind of like hanging out in chill scenes with this kind of forced plot of like signing that at paper because like that that those scenes just feel oh we have to include this little piece of dialogue and it feels really forced and really awkward and it's just like i feel like maybe he should have experimented with a looser plot and we could have had and it would have been more successful because i feel like like the last 10 minutes in particular feel really really like hit you over the head of like i see there's a plot there's a plot and it's just like 
but that wasn't the whole vibe of the film. And if you want to make a statement about there not being a vibe of all we wanted to do was have a party and hang out, and then there wasn't really any consequences. Like, honestly, I think the fact that the mother finds Mitch at the end is actually a huge mistake the film makes. I, I don't, I think she, he should get home and his mother's asleep and nothing happened. Like, I think that that's kind of the statement that he's trying to make. So that's how the ending should be instead of her being like, like kind of permissive about it. Like she doesn't even know. Like, so I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I wasn't crazy. I mean, about I think film. that being permissive is more of a commentary on how boys yeah, get but, away I with mean, things the more fact than girls. Is, but is you've already seen them like driving recklessly through the streets this entire movie that like, I, I think we got it. Like, so Oh, um, you know, I mean, in honestly, I think in give anything, I would have liked to see a little bit more interaction with the police at the end, because I think that's your big opportunity to be like the police are just sort of like, like eh, they're kids. We'll call the coach. We'll have him deal with it. Or, you know, oh, oh, they smashed. Oh, I think mailbox. that would have been they're a good kids. scene to additionally Whatever. have. Yeah. Like, I, I think the interaction between the coach and the and the cops would have been nice, but that's really the only adults that I think you need. Like, I, I really, well, you need the, you need the parents to preventing them coming to the party. That stuff's funny. But like, I don't, I don't like Mitch's mother at the end. I think Mitch's mother at the end uh, undercuts the kind of, of this is what matters as a teenager but it isn't really what matters as an adult because I mean, especially as I'm viewing this as an adult, it's like, oh God, Oh God, teenagers are awful, and it's just like you know that's not really your yes. We when were you are awful as teenagers. So, <laughs> like, we all were. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, so I mean, it's a screw it for me. Um, screw it for you. All right, Porik, on to you. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, it's a see it. You know, it's not a like absolute balls out. My favorite movie. I'm not gonna like um, go to bat for it that hard, but I've. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I enjoy it a little bit less now. Um, you know, just as you get older, things just date. That's just how it is. I think at the time it was released, it made a lot more sense than it does now. It's not dated well, like a lot of movies, you know, uh, from the 90s especially. Like, it... but I, I, I don't know. I feel like you're also projecting a lot of stuff onto it, Dan. I don't know, like adding things or taking things away. It It, it already is a kind of a studio nightmare this movie and you can feel it you can feel it being like tugged back and forth between oh the studio was clearly terrified of releasing this i'm sure yeah so (laughs) i i I would say a lot of my issues kind of lie with that like where it feels like it it was maybe pushed in too many directions like I i could definitely agree with that but i find the watching of it very pleasant i find the performances incredibly authentic uh, I find the, the the way it's shot really impressive, especially on how low budget it has. Um, and a so, second yeah. feature from the director. This was yeah, his second, second movie. movie. And now talk about a self-indulgent, boring movie that everyone is apparently meant to like is his first movie, Slacker, which, you know, some people inspire, inspire directors I love to even get making it, but I find it interminably Kevin boring. Smith. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like but now in like whenever i watched it maybe six or seven years ago oh my god it was the most boring thing i've ever seen and it it just goes from one person to the next this is like i, I can't even state how much of an improvement it is over that movie like the characters feel real and i identify with what they're going through um yeah see it hi tj 
sorry, Dan. I'm I'm too gonna be a seed on this. Like, I know you are. It's it's a fucking at least watch once. Like I think that this holds up way better than Empire Records did. I think that this is a much more interesting slice of life than that was. And Absolutely. maybe maybe well, it's, it's hard just to call Empire Records a slice but, of life, but yeah. But like I enjoy this movie. Is it a great film? No. Is it worth the Criterion Collection? Yes. Like, it... I'm sorry, but, like, pretty much any movie that's in the Criterion Collection is probably going to be a yes for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I can find some that are no's. Armageddon? Hey, man, Robocop is a yes for me. Oh, (laughs) Armageddon. Armageddon's in the Criterion Collection. That's Uh, my favorite movie. I I can't remember if I saw said see it for that or not. I think you might. I can't remember if we did. I might have. I can't remember. (laughs) We'll have to look it up. Oh, Uh, six way tie because I forgot Liv Tyler. They they clearly picked the wrong Michael Bay movie as well. Should have been The Rock. I I don't know what they were doing with that that call. Seems like it was forced. Uh, Um, No. 99%. we, We did a movie clone. Where it was deep impact and how, did I did I never release that one? Oh shit! Is that waiting in the bank? Oh no! I be. think you did release that, didn't you? Okay. Huh. Anyway, well, keep going. Anyway, I'm still a seed for this. Uh, it's I don't know. I, I find it an entertaining slice of life. There's oh, drive my car. Criterion it. collection. There's no way you like drive my car. I love drive my car, but you you will hate it. I still haven't seen it. I don't know, man. You thought I'd hate Babylon. (laughs) Babylon is like one of the greatest trash art films in 20 years. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I have to watch that. I think I think I might actually. You really need to watch that and make her watch that too. It's (laughs) so long though. A movie. Yeah. 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 It is it is it is trash art. Anyone claiming it is a good film is wrong, but it it is amazing trash art. Chazelle is a bit of a hack, but I'm interested to see him do like some weird kind of Well that's that's why that's why yeah. 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 I couldn't I couldn't believe that people were rating La La Land. Oh my god, what a piece of trash. No, it's it's everything everything you hate about La La Land taken to an extreme. And I don't hate La La Land, but I fucking despise it. With and disgusting I love, I love, opulence, I love musicals. I really I've do. I've never and seen I, it. Well, but so that's, that's one of the problems. That was what I was disappointed with with La La Land too. Is it's just like it misses what's fun about musicals. Like, yeah, what's fun about musicals is the spectacle, and it's just like you have a you have a musical that has three characters. What's the point? Like, you need the big chorus numbers. So it's got it starts with one, but even that. But, but I it's also not done don't that like, well. I don't yeah. like the compositions, and I don't. Yeah, I don't like the music. I don't like the way it's set up at all. Yeah. So yes, yeah, since we're not talking about La La Land this episode, let's get to closing. So it was a three to one episode on this one. Um, at least worth watching once. Uh, fucking. Not according to me. <laughs> yeah, let's close it <laughs> yeah, out. Dan's uh, wrong. Yeah. Have we got? Are you, have, have you guys is, got a spreadsheet? Is anyone here surprised Dan that Dan is a screw <laughs> it? No, no, Dan hates fun. I do hate fun. <laughs> yeah, that's too. All right. <laughs> fun is fun. Is anyone surprised that Dan hates fun? All right. Uh, Rocks in the Criterion Collection. Oh, is well, it? They're both yeah. in? Yeah, May's both got in. two? Yep. Wow. Yep. 
Got to get that one. Is, oh. that, is it still in print? I, I don't know. I Probably all not. I know is that it's listed on on Wikipedia in the Criterion Collection. Maybe it's right. not. Everyone watch but, Ambulance. But, it's a masterpiece. Uh, the Rock is something that we will talk about sometime in the future because like, Pri- it's, it's a great fucking flick. And, and so, uh, well, did we say Armageddon is in the Criterion Collection? Well, uh, that will be a preview for a future episode, folks, because apparently we never did release that. Huh. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Nice. Yay! That was much rejoicing. Hopefully, I hope you, I cover, I hope you covered the great Michael Bay <laughs> Ben Affleck <laughs> story um, from the commentary, right? I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where um, he's like, "Why can't you send? Why would you? Why would you train drill people uh, to become astronauts?" Not the oh no, we he's never like, talked about up. that. But yes. <laughs> It's like we're I mean, but it's actually it. based it's... on what NASA actually does. So like, yeah, yeah, I was surprised to hear that. Though. Yeah, no, it's way easier to teach specialists to be <laughs> astronauts than astronauts to be specialists. A hundred percent. That seems crazy to me, but okay. I always no, thought like becoming it's not an that astronaut crazy. was like no. I mean, basically, it's just like here's as long how as you don't have to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As long as you don't have to pilot the ship on. or anything, it doesn't. Fi- it like it's not oh, yeah. that hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh okay, but one of them would have they. Did they have a, a pilot that wasn't a driller? Yeah. 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 There, were, there was a whole Both ass ships crew did. that wasn't. Yeah. Both oh. ships had like a NASA crew in addition to half the drillers. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Where, much. Pretty, yeah. Pretty I've much seen two ships with like, I think it's like a pilot, a co pilot, and then a, a bunch of drillers on both ships. So, yeah. Something like, like four, that. Four, I've seen Deep Impact like seven times and I've seen Armageddon like once. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't even Armageddon, like Armageddon's movie the worst worth, film, more worth like, watching, but, but it's more yeah, fun to yeah. watch at least. Yeah. All right, Armageddon. we're not talking about anyway. that though. God right. damn it! Well, we're trying right. to close no, this no. episode out. No. God damn it! Dan, <laughs> no. well, uh, okay. pitch your thing. Okay. Yeah, you can you can check out web webcomic at withfetus.com. Cool. Withfetus.com. Pork. Anything you want to pitch? Nah. Emily, pitch our thing. Uh, TJ and I also have another podcast. It's called New England Beer Reviews. We talk about beer and other pop culture shit. And like, uh, hopefully, you if you want to hear more of the two of us, who you know, were more background noise in this one, um, you know, which again, like, trust me, it's better when we're not. It, it anyway. Anyway. Uh, we're a lot of fun to listen to <laughs> by ourselves. Yeah, yeah without me being the, the wet blanket. Uh, no. You, you, you need to come on sometime and be a wet blanket on the other show. It'll be wicked funny. Um, I can be the wet. Gonna... I'll be the wet blanket on the beer one since I don't really like many beers. Well, no, no, yeah, but what is this shit? It requires drinking beer. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'll drink it and then I'll be like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Because yeah, you volunteered. We, oh, remember when I we trolled Liam the first time he came on? I was like, "Yeah, we're doing this one as an episode beer." We knew he was gonna hate it, and it was awesome. Mm. Anyway, that we'll definitely anyway. do that. Um, oh, the Rocky is out of out of print, but he is in the Criterion pre- uh, collection. Sweet. Well, I'm anyway, gonna go spend five hundred dollars on that on eBay later. Uh, <laughs> we've been see it or screw it. You can find us on uh, social media like Twitter and. Um, Facebook and uh, not Instagram because what the fuck are we going to take pictures of? Maybe, I don't know, we can make posting, posting posters. Yeah, yeah I think you just it, post it, a poster in that Instagram. We're a movie podcast that posts pictures of cats. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that would actually, actually, that might help. Uh, anyway, um, you can... uh, letterboxed. 
Yeah, Letterbox because TJ is a narcissist who likes to talk about the movies he watches. Or at least um, check them in so I can remember them. Oh, I have one of those, but it's on Critiker as well. Meyer Lurk. M-I-R-E-L-U-R-K. See all my reviews. Every, we well, all know how to They don't know who Meyer you Lurk. are because you're not sharing any of your data. <laughs> not everyone knows how to spell Meyer Lurk. <laughs> uh, you know, a you lot of guess. I was going to say a lot of people who I imagine a lot of people who listen to this would know how would have played Fallout. So, yeah, <laughs> just saying. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we we've been. Well, you, you can also you can also. Oh, yeah. Make sure to give us money. We want money. Please give us your buddy. We're totally going to do fucking bonus episodes. We need to, like, figure out how to do that. Um, yeah. Need to uh, find a we... copy of uh, Howard the Duck. Then we can start Marvel oh, Madness. Hell yeah. But yeah, the future bonus episodes. Give us money on Patreon. We we would we would like to, you know, I don't know. Where can they find money. us on Patreon? Uh we're at the S I O S I. That's the initials of our show. See it or screw it. S I O S I. I don't have to say it the same way you do. They know what they, they know what this is. Um, Shake down. Uh, That's what it is. I'm TJ Davis, is. and I'm the biggest idiot ever. Damn it! Oh. That was my line. <laughs> um. Anybody got a final word? Uh. No, not really. Um, I think I think Moonrise Kingdom is on the Criterion Collection. I think you've made known. That you hate uh, Wes Anderson films, so maybe that's, that's which I don't hate. understand why I do. But maybe we can explore it. You sometime. hate all of them. <laughs> not, not. Uh, we're not getting into this. We're at the end of this episode. <laughs> that is not hey, the, final the, the, final word, episode. the final word. The final word. The final word. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, yeah. sure. Happy Four Twenty, y'all. Wes Anderson. Yep. Anytime. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.